All right, welcome back to Noise Avocation Podcast. I'm Ryan with Jeremy, as always. How's everybody doing? So the record show went well. It was fun. Yeah, it was real cool. I realized that uh, on Monday when we released this episode, we were talking about the record show being this weekend, and it was last weekend. Oh, okay. But when we recorded, I didn't even think about that at all. But it is what it is. We talked about it a week before that, so I'm sure people heard. But it was cool. It was a good advertisement for the store and the podcast. Yeah, I thought it was a lot of fun. Just meeting other people, seeing what people are fucking buying. Some prices on some shit really surprised me. Yeah, there were some things that, like Fleetwood Mac especially. Yeah, dude. It was surprising and not surprising because I see it go for that here. So to see it down there for 20 to 25, 30, it's not really all that. I just think it's um, surprising. I just, I it seems like the classic rock shit or the stuff up here that's more common than not seems like wanted more down there just because of the more people maybe. Yeah. The sources I, are exhausted. I mean, it was a... It was like a lot of uh, represses as well, I thought. Here we have a surplus of that mm-hmm. shit, and I think other places really do too, though, because a lot of times I think like, oh, you go to here, here, like they'll be listening to this or that, and they're still listening to the same classic rock stuff. Yep. Now, I mean, that's not to say like if you went to like the Bronx, they're going to be playing like Rod Stewart or something. <laughs> I'm sure somebody is there, but... It just, like, you would shop a store there and probably find more DJ singles and hip-hop type things because there's more of a DJ community over there. Oh, no, no, for sure, I get it. I'm just, like, I just thought it was, I'm thinking at the stores more than the show, I guess. Oh, yeah. It was just, like, wow, dude. Not to say there wasn't good used shit in there, but I just found it funny, like, I mean, they're repopping albums that, weren't very good to begin with you know what i'm saying just fucked up i've seen it happen and i've also seen them sell being repopped when we can't even sell the old stuff yeah it's stupid like uh one of donna summer's albums yeah i, I can't remember which i could see that it got like a repress for record store day i think it was either record store day or it was like a record store day exclusive released afterwards people were buying it up but they don't. And want we have the like original. a whole crate of them uh, for like a dollar to three dollars. People f- don't seem to remember that Donna Summer was the biggest selling artist at the end of the seventies, which is the best selling time for vinyl for records. Yeah, yeah. So there's millions of those motherfuckers out there. Yeah, like the equivalent to Frampton comes mm-hmm. alive, like in quantity. They're, Fuck, they're everywhere. Yeah, they're there everywhere. Was, Every single country had a pressing of it. Every like it, they were discounted. They were marked up. They were. Uh, yeah, you could probably spend a a good year tracking down all the Frampton presses. Oh yeah, there's like four hundred different ones, That's if not crazy. more. And I've never seen one priced over like ten bucks. <laughs> yeah. And ten bucks, I feel like, damn, like that's like it's a lot. Three dollar record yep. at best. I'm not really a Peter Frampton fan, though. No, neither am I. I don't actually know anybody aside from my mom that's like, I love Peter Frampton. (laughs) 
I'm, yeah, I've met some people here that are into Peter Frampton, and that's your thing. Whatever, that's cool. I don't, I don't have any naysay against it, but just not my bag. I don't know. That fucking shit haunts me for some reason. I just see it endlessly. So, like every <laughs> single fun. collection we buy, if it doesn't have Frampton Comes Alive, it's got the best of bread. Yeah, when if we die and go to hell. It's going to be fucking Frampton Comes Alive on repeat, I'm pretty sure. Could be. <laughs> I just picture, like, <laughs> Frampton's head coming yeah, over, know, like, dude. a fiery horizon. Awful. And he's, like, only, and it's from, like, where he's just, like, in that little fucking kimono fucking thing, looking all sketchy. Ugh. Oh, yeah, that's right. He is wearing, like, a kimono on there. Yeah, like, in the in, inside. Yeah. Fucking Yeah, when you weird. open up the gatefold. Yeah. Gross. Next yeah, subject. we're not here to talk about Peter yeah, Frampton. Done. <laughs> so, AI and music, for any listeners wondering what the main topic of this episode will be. Yeah, we kind of talked about it last week, and then uh, we like, well, much, we're going to fucking save this for a full episode. You yeah, know? we pretty much saved the whole conversation, aside yep. from... Aside from like, hey, dude, AI and music. Yeah. Um, if you're not familiar with AI... For whatever reason, it's artificial intelligence. If you've seen The Terminator, you get the idea. Although there's no robot coming here to kill Sarah Connor in music yet. Yeah, there's an emphasis on yet. Yeah, I did say yet. But there's been labels that have had AI artists already. And there's numerous AI-generated songs on the internet. um, And it poses a lot of concerns for musicians for one consumers stores record labels the you know everything that revolves around music really no it's a to me it's an entire like it's a big fucking game changer kind of like um streaming was at the time or going as far back to when you know they went to lps in 45s instead of 10 and like i'm sure that was a like what the oh my god these aren't going to be worth anything i don't know it's just they're going to have to get some shit figured out pretty quick i think as far as like the logistics and like the legality behind it it really is the the main thing because there's like if you go to youtube just type in ai songs you can get Young Michael Jackson singing like new edition songs. You can get that, yeah, Ed there's Sheeran, a lot out there actually. Ed Sheeran being covered by John Lennon, Taylor Swift covering or SZA covering Taylor Swift. Sorry, and then there's like a whole bunch of Drake ones too. Yeah, which I listened to the Drake ones, and it was hard to tell like if it was an AI voice because it's a how it works is like there's a collection of just voices, text like from the internet, all this gathered data put into one little convenient machine. We'll call it a machine, yeah, I guess. Yeah, it's the machine, dude. Right, it's a machine. And then you can make that, like you can make your own song with using Drake's voice, let's say. And... It was hard for me since his voice is so auto-tuned. Like, it's was, hard to tell. It's hard to tell because I didn't know if they'd sound robot originally when I was going to listen to it because I hadn't listened to any AI-generated songs. I just I hear people talking about it. I've right. read about it. 
And so, like, listening to Drake was hard to tell. But, like, I listened to, like, John Lennon doing an Ed Sheeran cover, which it was, uh, I don't know, like, it sounds pretty damn close to him. But the issue that I noticed, and I mentioned this to you already, was, like, the their dialect and how they enunciate yeah, certain words. And shit. Or, like, one person's got an accent or, like, they draw out their words a certain way and that other singer may not have. Like, when Kurt Cobain was doing Black Hole Sun. Now, I heard listen to that one. And uh, up until a certain point, that shit sounds like Kurt Cobain to me. Like I close yeah, no, my it eyes, sounds fucking, a lot like him. And then there's it, a little blurb. There's a little blurb in it somewhere. Yeah. Where, oh yeah, I heard that. And then. And then you can hear the voices, like the breaths in between. Right. Being and then at the glitchy. end, where you can hear Chris Cornell's in the background, where they mixed in that Black Hole Sun, where he's. And I'm glad they left that with Chris Cornell because that's what I was wondering if they were going to switch that too. Yeah. Because that would have sounded fucking weird. But yeah, you you can still tell though that it's not real. You know what I mean? Just because of the little blurps and shit. But it's definitely weird. Yeah, but what about like as it progresses and they work out those right. kinks? It's going to be like you're not even going to be able to tell. I don't think. But Kurt Cobain didn't have, like, vibrato like that. Right, and that's what I mean. Like, what happens when they... They figure out how, how to make to, that work. Right, right, where it's like... It's hard to it, say. It would have to almost... You would almost think it would have to know the millions of different... Billions of different variations that can come out of, say, Kurt Cobain's vocal cords and then adapt accordingly, which is totally fucking creepy when you think about it. Because then, who says that they can't imitate anything else, you know? Right. Yeah, it's pretty fucked up, man. Well, who owns Kurt Cobain's estate? Is it his I think his mom family does. somehow? I yeah. think his mom does, if, if I'm not mistaken. So if, let's say they make, they work out the kinks, they make it to where... It sounds exactly like Kurt, and it does already, but they work it out to so where it's like, like perfect. it's perfect. And... Let's say he writes a new song, or let's say the Beatles do this, or Tupac, or some deceased artist that releases new music. Somebody writes a song, which you can also write a song with AI, and you just tell it the topic that you want to write, and then let it go. And Oh, Courtney Love owns it, actually. Oh, okay. Still, I mean, because they were married, but for some reason, I know she sold parts of, maybe it was Nirvana she sold parts of off. But either way, that makes sense, though, now. Yeah. Because, you know, all that, those records that are popping out, and then what song do they use in the Batman movie? Under the Bridge or whatever. Not Under the... Is it Under... No, that's Blood Sugar Sex Man. Something in the way. So, yeah, something in the way. Now, I'm not sure if she would have to, like, They played okay it, that. like, the whole goddamn movie, too. Right, and, like, according to our sons, like, that's the only song that motherfuckers know by Nirvana now. Like in their age group, that's what my kid told me. Where and he would like make fun of them and I tell could them. see that because they're like, "Oh, I'm so depressed." <laughs> Shut the fuck up. So anyway, so Courtney Love, they... I could see her though making money, like being like, "Shit, yeah, I need some money," you know. Right, I could see it too. But let's say somebody disagrees. Do they? Does the estate holder own their voice to where they oh, can't a... reuse it? Yeah, that's a. 
definitely something that'd have to be brought up in like an ethical fucking Supreme Court decision, sounds like to me. You know? Right. So if a, I'll ask you this, and I already know the answer, but if a deceased artist comes out with a new release song that is an AI-generated song, would you listen to the song? I mean, outside of just out of curiosity, like, would you like the song? Say they did a whole record that was like, Tupac put out a new record, and it wasn't ancient recordings that he did. It was AI-generated. And, and I knew written, it was AI? And you knew it was Yeah, it AI. would be like, fuck that. But what if I didn't? And it was presented to me. That would be the question. Because that would be the test. You know what I mean? Right. Man, that's weird. That's a funny thing to think about, too. Because you know how, like, it's a good thing that you brought Tupac up. Because, you know, they did that hologram of him, you know, 10. It was, like, maybe even more than 10 years ago now. Yeah, and Snoop Dogg played with yeah, him. Yeah, yeah. Well, because they, they could can write new music. Yeah, because they could have, have the hologram. hologram. Oh, my God. And, like, I'm not going to lie, a hologram of somebody at a concert would be kind of cool, but, but like, once. Not yeah, like, yeah, yeah, Not yeah. like this becomes the standard of concerts. Like, right. I wouldn't want to watch a hologram concert. Do you as re- cool as it might be, it's essentially just a 3D movie oh, that you're watching. Yeah, it's fake. But then, then that goes to, well, what's your perception of reality and blah, blah, blah. But do you think that the average person would care where they're like, okay, well, I know this is AI generated. Like, let's say you go to Apple Music and there's Tupac and Tupac AI. I think like it, like it gets to that point. Yeah, I think would they care and still listen to it? I think or would they be most against it? People that don't can that don't consume music as we do. You're just you know every day like music is background noise for them. And if they hear a good beat, they might bob their head. They're not going to give a fuck. They're going to want to hear whatever makes them bop their head. And if it's AI, whatever. I only say that because I could see my mom being like that. Like, oh, well, I don't care. Or in some other people I know that would just be like, well, it sounds good. I don't care if it's made up by a computer or not. You know what I'm saying? Because they look at that world as untouchable anyway. They grew up in a, you know, they're like Peter Frampton. They're crazy. (laughs) I don't know. Fucking back to Peter Frampton. Sorry. But um, I don't know, man. I just, I think it will come to that point. Because if it Because the algorithms know. What you want to hear. Yeah, and if they know that, how many people? We got like 6.6 million in the fucking U.S.? how that works um, something like that well yeah. we have a lot of fucking people here and if it knows that 75 percent of them yeah, i think million is shy i think billion billion yeah, yeah probably. i don't think it's 6.6 billion though but i know there's like just 20 million people alone in like new york so. oh okay yeah it'd be the b anyway if it figures out like even 50 percent you know how much money that's going to generate for whoever Three hundred thirty-one point nine million. Okay, so we're not in the billions, but that's a lot of fucking people. Yeah. So then, where is that? You know, like Capital Records was it? Was it Capital that hired the fucking that signed the uh, AI thing originally? Yeah, I believe so. So it'd be like they have a machine. It was like a multiverse. Yeah. Artist. Like uh, 
he had like his own like little avatar and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw that shit. And then he had a record like contract. But after that initial thing came out, I never really seen anything past that on it. They just, I think everybody was like, you're nuts. And then they kind of like swept it under the rug and they broke the deal. And like, but how does that even work? Uh, it depends. I guess it depends on who's writing the music. Is it generated by a person or is it or is an it AI generation? Yeah, who, is it who's writing the fucking program for the AI? That's true. Because it could go all the way to the source. But let's say Capital buys out the rights to host said artist. Yeah. And they reap the benefits because they bought the rights to it. I don't know. Can they just promote an AI artist and be like, okay, well, this is... I don't even remember what his name was. Um, I don't either, no. I'd, I'd have to look it up again. But they promote him as an AI artist and are selling his music because I'm sure you could create a short album or EP pretty much no problem. I mean, like, with how fast it's generated, you could release a new thing monthly or weekly. Oh, you could do that right now. Yeah, I know. You could just sell those as singles, and then they don't have to have a contract for an actual person. They can make the contract work in whatever favor that they want. They could sell merch for it. They can they don't have to pay travel fees or anything. They can pretty much host it wherever they wanted to. You could stream the concert to an area and have the hologram pop up wherever. Like think how much money they would save by not having to pay bands for touring oh, fees. Fuck and I know. Like you would just have whatever it costs to get the fee or the festival booked. And then I can see somewhere like, I don't know, one of those big, like Coachella or something, having an AI artist. Yeah, but what what about even taking it a step further? And you're, because you brought, you brought up the metaverse and VR. Metaverse, that's what it was. I said multiverse. Multiverse, yeah, metaverse. And um, I knew and, it sounded wrong when I said v- it. I was and like, VR has right? come a long way too, you know what I'm saying? So what... Oh, like you could just attend it in attend the metaverse. It in a, yeah, like from your own home. On your like, remember that fucking movie, um, Surrogates with Bruce Willis. Yeah, yeah, something like that. Which I yeah. could see that being a possibility. That could be a thing. You'd be at home, but you're mentally VR. I don't know, man. And I've been in some played like a little PS4 VR, so that's even old now. Yeah, and that's a. Uh, I mean, that's some weird shit. Yeah, I mean, look at, like, what the Oculus can do. You can go into all types of alternate worlds and universes and all types of weird stuff. Like, there are people that live Live, out their life on that shit that obsessively, like, it was a... I mean, it's happened with, like, World of Warcraft and stuff. Yeah, yeah, I know. People have, like, obsessively lived out their life that way, so why wouldn't it happen in VR? Oh, for sure. That's what I mean. If you can... I don't know. It's like that uh, gamer movie with Gerard Butler mm-hmm. where there's those diff, like fat, sweaty, gross dudes yep. and they're like hot chicks in video games. But he's like he's like fighting the uh, the algorithm in the video game mm-hmm. and stuff. That shit's crazy. There was some um, back to, we'll go kind of swing back to music. Um, 13 days ago, Spotify deleted tens of thousands of songs made with AI. Yeah. 
I noticed that they get up a lot on Spotify, but Apple Music has like higher uh, security. security for uploading anything because oh. you can upload pretty much anything to Spotify. How many songs got taken down? Tens of thousands. Tens of thousands. So, so that, and that's just like, I mean, this isn't new, new, but this is something that's definitely happening more where people are making different AI tracks. And there's like, so far, there's no real set in stone law written against it. Well, yeah, like I just um, came across this right here and it said that in a statement made to Portal Vice, a scammer confessed to selling leaked songs by Frank Ocean for up to $10,000, like, just from fucking around on this shit. And then and they're all fake. Yeah, it's fucking crazy. So there's, I think there's going to be a lot of legal shit over the next few years, like, with this. Yeah, I was listening to an interview with Ice Cube about it where he compared it to pretty much, like, clearing a sample. Right, right. Like if you're making a song, we'll use uh, I'll Be Missing You, that P. Diddy song. Uh-huh. They sampled that police song, or the Sting song, I mean, it wasn't a police song. And somehow, just now, that all unfolded. I don't know how, because he literally took, like, the song. Like, he didn't even chop it up. It was just, like, his own version of the song, pretty much. It was, like, yeah, a cover yeah. with different words. And I don't know how that just now went through court and process to where he's got to pay him for it, but yeah, he's got to pay him like five grand yeah, a day five for grand the rest a day of his for life. the rest of his life. Fucking but the song's insane. been out for like twenty years or yeah. some shit. Ninety. And I don't know how ninety-nine that just got worked out. But so they had to pay for those sample rights. So, but if you're writing a song as an AI-generated song. And say you went on like chat GPT or something and just was like, I want to write a song about living a bachelor life or some shit. It generates the song for you. You're using, we'll say, the weekend's voice, uh-huh. but with your own lyrics or, well, your own AI generated lyrics. Right, right. You're making your own song. And then you have AI also make you a beat legally the record companies don't own the voice of the person so if you change the beat the lyrics which is what they do own the music the composition etc you can sell that yeah you could mix it up enough it's easily a, it's a gray area still but you can still sell and it, it's another thing for like sampling like you could pick out the tiniest nuance of a song and twist it and turn it so many different ways that a label would never even know that you were using it. Right. And I'm sure there's, I actually, I'm not sure. I know for a fact that there's producers that do and have done that. But if you can just be anybody who has no working knowledge of an MPC or anything yeah, like that and just do it on the fly, like think of what, presence that sets for people like because no longer you have to be a talented beat maker to do any of that shit you can just do it all on ai generation yeah that's fucked up when you put it like that and then like another thing is i'm kind of thinking on the side of like what if you're using it like for better as like as in let's say I want to start a band, 
and I can't find people to play with me. And kind of, kind of almost, it'd be like doing the same thing with, um, like you would do with any other program. But like you said, let's say you don't know how to run an MPC, you don't know how to run any of those, you know, digital audio workshop programs at all. And like you said, you can just make a fuck, I want a beat that sounds like Eddie Van Halen and, uh, fuck out, Mad Lib. I don't know. And then mix it up. Obviously, that's going to be something brand new. I don't know who would be able to actually tell that you even use those two people. Right. And then I could just write my own lyrics, not generated ones, and use my own voice. I mean, it's gray, too, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, you could still... Nobody would know otherwise. Right. And the messed up thing is, is like most people really wouldn't care. And, and that's what I mean, but if that's my only option, because I live in Alpena, Michigan, and there's no drummers except for, you know, yeah. the one who doesn't play drums. He's old and sweaty. And <laughs> Anyway, but you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't, I guess I don't know. If, I don't really see an issue with that. But I guess it would go back to synthesizers and all that shit, you know, and people were like, that's not fair. Well, there's already ghostwriters and Definitely. huge artists that make none of their own music, Definitely. none of their own composition. They do none of the production. They like pretty that, much just like come like in forever. there to read a fucking line of text and they're told how to say it and whatever. Right. And then there's people who do their own music, they do their own production, they do their own everything. It, there's both sides of the spectrum in that. Well, right, you'd have to be like Mariah Carey, Trent Reznor. Yeah. Mariah Carey's like, smiles, sings what's on the paper, gets paid, you know? It's like a news teleprompter, pretty Fucking much. Fucking but Not saying that she can't sing, like she's got yeah, a good we're just voice, saying but that I'm she's... saying like there are people that do... All of it, none of it, some of it, whatever. And I think, like, what about the people that write for Drake? Because I know he's got tons of ghostwriters, or like Travis Scott, or like yeah. some of the biggest rap stars currently today. If you read their song productions, there's 30 fucking people that are involved in that song, not just him. Yeah. And I wonder how much they're getting paid. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but now they can become obsolete. Oh, exactly. Because some record exec that has some type of software could be like, well, make me something that sounds like this and write it about this. And And that's where it'll become a problem, I think, is when it becomes all about that money. When people are like, wait a minute. What if you could, could take that Converge album, feed it into AI and be like, make this good? I think it would work. Like if you took, let's say... Blood Moon, specifically. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, but like most people will just say, because most people consider Jane Doe to be their masterpiece, uh-huh. if you take Jane Doe and say you want it to sound like that, I'd be, I'd want to try it just to see if it would work. Yeah, I would be curious to see if it does. So do you think that an AI artist should be able to get signed to a label? I don't know, because if I'm the programmer of the AI, are they signing me, the programmer, or are they sign like, who's actually signing the fucking paperwork? 
Right. That's what I mean. I don't. I don't know exactly how, how that they works, were, but right. let's say it's like the capital thing where they have this fictitious person. Yeah, it's just fucking fucked up. His weird. name is Lil AI, and uh, well, kind of sure that could oh, be sorry. that could be a thing. Like, the do mystery. you think he should get a record deal as Lil AI, or do you think that the person who's doing the programming or the like writing the AI shit itself, like that, who's feeding this stuff to I think come the out one of the program. Who's feeding it should be getting whatever monetary gain there is. How are you going to pay a fucking inanimate AI object? And then who says makes it inanimate now because we're crossing realities and like this shit trips me out. You know what I mean? Mm. So I guess it depends on what people accept as reality or what's genuine like what's real what's not like we said earlier if they even care and i don't think enough will i don't think enough will care either because it just whatever you know because most people just do what the fuck they're told as it is to me like it takes away from the people who really are artists like the people who have spent their life like perfecting songwriting and Like, Ice Cube, for example, like, he's written all his own lyrics for a long time. Like, yeah, he's got some credits of other people, like, helping him out on songs or whatever, but show me somebody who doesn't. And to take somebody that's had a career for, like, that long, or even, like, Bob Dylan. Like, Bob Dylan still puts out music, and he's had decades long of career and written some of, like, the most recognizable songs of all time to take away from somebody who has that stature of musicianship, sorry, musicianship or songwriting ability and just dumb it down to where you got some dork typing in shit on well, a computer who's so just that, like, I just did this better than you did in 15 seconds. It took you 10 years to write America's Most Wanted. But the fucking... Not that it did. The but, Dylan thing... That makes me quite okay. So we get there was a controversy about him winning a Nobel Prize for writing, but we'll say that okay, he got that. Now, what if this little fucking AI character gets a Nobel Prize? Right? Is it that's not right? It's a fucking inanimate object to me. Yeah, I don't know. It's like we'll use Terminator. You know? Yeah, does, I don't think does that the T fucking eight hundred get like it's fucking a machine, man. Yeah, I feel like. If this were something, like, just people that are uploading to YouTube, like, this one channel is, like, best AI songs. And he's got 24.3K subscribers. And that's just in about, like, two months, maybe, because his videos only go back that far. And he's already built up that much of a following. He's got 60 videos and, like, pushing 25K followers. Wow. So that shows that there's already right there 25,000 people right. who will listen to this stuff. And that's only going to continue to grow. Now, I think for somebody like this guy who's just messing around on YouTube, making some shit, doing whatever, I could see how it would be fun and enjoyable to make, like... I mean, imagine, like, Shock G singing, like, a Rolling Stones yeah, song Yeah, yeah, it could be like, cool. It could be entertaining. And fun, right. But... I don't think this should be taken to, like, major label distribution, to where it should be on streaming services, to where there should be contracts and concerts in place, to where 
there should be any type of monetary gain off of it because it's generated. It's not just made like somebody was like came up with this masterpiece on pen and paper or something. It's it takes away from the authenticity of it 100% to me. No, I agree. The only thing I can really think of to compare compare it to in another industry would be like a robotic welder and people are like, oh, it's made by a robot, but the robot was only as good as the guy who taught the robot. Right. You know what I'm saying? And the scary thing is, is, well, what happens when the robot learns itself? I don't know. It's that whole question. You know, it starts itself. welding faces. Yeah, yeah, dude. Creepy. But the music thing, I guess we'll see. I just, I think it's like anything else. It, it can be used for good and it can be used for evil. You know, if evil's the, um... <clears throat> Correct word for it. Right. Yeah. Like, I'm just using that as an example of, like... Well, like, let's say UMG decides, Universal Music yeah. Group, they start to decide to implement AI into their catalog. Because they own Capitol Records, Def Jam, Motown, Blue Nose. Uh, shady records like that it's like yeah 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 they're like the disney of the music company like they own like 70 percent of fucking musical distribution so if let's say they were like oh we're gonna decide to start implementing ai and we're gonna lay off 400,000 people because this guy's job is obsolete yeah we don't this need guy's it. job is obsolete and as I'm saying this, it's making me think of like what you just said, like automated workers, like self checkout yeah, aisles yeah. and like fast food places being automated and like shit like that. It's like we're moving towards a uh definitely moving towards a Jetson like world now, I feel like anyway. It's fucking crazy. Yeah, and we're definitely in one and like I'm fully supportive of a lot of technology. Like I think some of it's done great things. I think social media has like completely destroyed how people interact with each other. But like I think computers and certain types of uh, technological advancements have done awesome shit. But when it comes to music, to me, like that's the escape from all that shit. Exactly. Like, yeah, that yeah, is yeah, your exactly. like blues songs, folk songs, jazz songs, whatever you're into, like, that takes you away from that place in the world. Well, right, and you can feel, like, um, you know, like, Billie Holiday and Lady in Satin, use it as an example, but you can feel that shit. Yeah. Now, Are what, you going to be able to feel that same emotion yeah, from an AI song? Can an AI even put out that emotion? They can replicate know. the sound of putting that emotion yeah, out, so, so it's fucking weird. weird to, I don't know, it's weird to think about. Um, have you seen Blade Runner 2049? Mm -hmm. Do you remember when they're in Vegas and there's that little Frank Sinatra hologram? Yeah. And then, now I could see that being like, if they did that, that shit would be cool. You go out to Vegas and there's a hologram show or whatever. But, like, you know what I mean? But as far as touring, that's where I would be like, man, I don't know if that's fucking, you know, using like... All right, Easy es going out on tour with fucking Tupac, you know? And yeah, Biggie's, you could Biggie's create guest this, spotting. Like, yeah, because you could create this, like, amazing show that could never happen again. Right. Or never happen to begin with. And it would sell, too. Like, I legitimately think, like, if you had a Biggie, Tupac, fucking, like... 
Dead Rappers fucking Yeah, like, tour. just call it a Dead Rappers tour, and you got, like... Oh, I'd check it out. Nate Dog out there, like, yeah. harmonizing with Tupac and Easy es in the back. Like, I don't know. Like, people would legitimately attend that. Like, exactly. I would almost attend that. I, I probably would, like I said. I mean, just the curiosity's gonna get you. Yeah, but I, I wouldn't... I wouldn't support the music in a way where I would buy it. Like if there were an AI generated record released, I would not buy it. Correct. Yeah, I, I don't I don't even like when they do it with Tupac with his when they cut up his voice now. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's kinda like cheesy. I don't mind like using samples and stuff in songs, like a little tidbit or whatever that is what it is. Like Somebody wants to put ambitions as a rider in the backdrop of one yeah, of the yeah. choruses, go for it. But yeah, in the chorus. Yeah, but if you're like using his whole voice to make it sound like you got a verse from him, right? That shit's. I don't like that. I don't like that. Yeah, I don't either. It just, like I said, takes away from the authenticity of it, and I don't like that because what I look for in music is the authenticity in general, like. If you're writing those sad songs, like, I want to know what was sad in your life right, that made you right. write them sad songs, not, like, somebody's typing, write me a sad song. <laughs> and then here's a re- the saddest fucking song you've ever heard in your life because it's a collection of every other sad song written, and they found a way to generate a perfect song. Yeah, it blows you. It's fucking insane to think about. So far, like, there's been... A few cases that I read about where they were suing for copyright infringement. But it's like few and far between because they're not, the laws aren't implemented yet. Yeah, there's no, there's no law. So there's nothing to enforce. They're having a problem with that, with uh, people getting faded on some sort of tranquilizer and it's legal. So they can't do anything about it yet. You know what I mean? They can't charge the people with anything. Kind of like... Um, bath salts and shit. It wasn't bath salts. It was some sort of fucking vet thing. Maybe... I don't know. It was fucked up. They look like zombies like anybody else. But it was real cheap. Blah, blah, blah. But even like uh, the first guy that hijacked an airplane. They couldn't charge him. Dude, the shit was legal. Like they're not legal, but it wasn't illegal either. It was like right. there wasn't a law. So I could see this definitely, in the, like we said, in the next few years, a lot of different oh, I'm, suits being brought up. And, I'm sure it's already in the works right. where they're writing out laws where you can't. I would hope at least. I mean, from a if I were a record label oh, owner, I'd already have I would a be, lawyers on oh, that yeah, shit. I'd be like way ahead of that yep. shit to where I'm like, fuck this, this ain't putting me out of business. Uh, yep. Because there could be an AI-generated record label now, where see, that hosts that's why all they, the AI artists. Oh, that's true. Kind of like a subsidiary. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And they could make it totally independent. Yeah, that's like the AI fucking thing. But you would need, you would need a lot of lawyers on hand, and you can blend voices too. Like you could be. Oh, I know. You can make new shit out of it. I don't know. You could blend fucking Frank Sinatra with Iggy Pop or something. And then like, but then what comes out? Who who owns it? Is that what we're wondering then, right? Yeah. Who would own it? So it'd be like, you'd have to steal. Honestly, you'd have to some, and and maybe it's not illegal yet, but you'd have to say, steal Frank's voice from somewhere, record, whatever, 
And the same said for Iggy and Mixum. And then not tell anybody you did that and have like I have this voice. I don't know. There's there'd be no way to really trace it, would there? Once it's all a new sound, you know what I mean, right? So you have this, and it'd be all original, quote unquote, lyrics. Yeah, all you have to do is like copy the that voice and move it to get rid of the evidence that you fucking. Yeah. In my opinion. Like you said, that's a whole new voice, so maybe you own that? I don't know if you can own a voice. Because what if you and I sounded exactly the same? Yeah, that'd be strange. What about... Or what if there's some guy that sounds exactly like Iggy Pop? But you know, like when artists signed to labels, or they used to, and it used to, like when it was a real... I mean, maybe it still is, I don't know, but it's like real cutthroat, and like we're going to give bands dirty deals so we own their voice for fucking like you know 13 albums and we're only gonna let them make two yeah and they're not allowed and to they sing. can they can release greatest hits whenever they want and right they can do whatever since it's not a new song they don't get and the, the only thing you paid. yeah and the only thing you can do is tour under a different name because they own you know what i mean yeah i think it would but I don't think they can own your voice, though, is the thing. Like, they can own pretty much everything else, but your voice, I guess in theory and, like, technically they own the voice, but if you just take that voice and say something else, they don't own that. I don't think, but I don't think you can, what they're saying, when you sign that a contract like that, you're saying that you will not make money off of recordings of your voice. So, like, I believe... You know what I'm saying? So, like, you couldn't go to another label and be like, print this, because then it's going to be all kinds of suing shit and blah, blah, blah. But I believe they can still tour without it effect. Like, you know, the loophole? Mm -hmm. Because you know how you can play cover songs live and you you don't get in trouble? Right, but if you put out an album, you got to clear it. Right. Yeah. That's weird. So I don't know, because that's kind of a funky law there, you know, because now if it gets recorded, let's say there's a live album, you cover three songs, and that gets put onto an album, you still have to clear those three songs you covered live? live. I don't know. I would think, yes, yeah, since Probably it's being to, distributed, yeah, to print you it. would have to, because you're selling it. Like, right, you, Technically, right. yeah, you sold the live show, but... Yeah, you're selling Really, you're words. like... So maybe that's a a, a loophole there to where... Because there's a lot of... So- think about, like, all the replacement songs that they did that we're never going to fucking hear unless it's somebody's, like, horrifically sounding bootleg. Yeah. Yeah, because they had some ridiculous covers in the yeah. beginning of their career. But, like, look at Joan Jett playing Definitely. androgynous, like, everywhere. True. I don't know if she ever put it on a record anywhere, but... I'm going to have to double-check the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame thing. I don't know if it's on their disc from that year or not, because you know they put those out every year. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. hard to say. Yeah, it's hard to say. And that boils down to like probably some random legal thing that's tied into a contract somewhere in the fine print, which... None of, neither of us will ever see. Fuck no. Shit, half the people that are signed to those contracts they don't, don't see even it, see the right. fine print. Because for all you know, like you would have to have somebody that you really trust because 
what if your lawyer was in bed with the record label and was like, yeah, yeah, tell him it's all sure good. Happens we'll all give the you time. a little bit of extra on the top, fucking get him in the contract, and then you'll oh, be I'm on sure your way. Happened all the time. Think about even like PR guys back in the seventies when that shit was like you're making money hand over fist and just being like telling bands you're gonna make them whatever you know. Yeah. Yeah, making empty promises. Yeah. You know? And then if they flop, they flop, and you don't even, you're just like, oh, on to the it. next yeah. one. That's yeah, what's the, nuts. The music business in general is very lucrative, but this whole AI thing, I think, could destroy it. Pose as a big issue to where it could potentially like make the whole thing collapse on itself. Which wouldn't, in that sense, almost wouldn't. It wouldn't be. Wouldn't necessarily be a bad thing, but at the same time. It also may People not necessarily be a good thing. Right, though. right. Because, I mean, Capital and Sony and Blue Note and all those places, like, they're advertising their stuff so heavily and they have marketing campaigns like it was a, it's like a political election oh, almost. Oh, for like sure. You have marketing campaigns for, okay, like, this guy's got an album coming out five months from now. We got a single on the radio that's number one in X amount of countries, or at least charting in X right. amount of countries. And we're starting a, a booking tour dates and like all that other stuff. I mean, there's like so much yeah, to it. It's fucking huge. And to think like if you were just a random dude who's running an independent label, which many people are, like you don't have the money to just be like, Oh, I need a billboard in Times Square right now. Uh, yeah, Tuesday is fine. Why don't you just throw it up there? Like, well, it should have cost you fucking thousands of dollars. Well, you bring that up, and I'm in the middle of that um, Metal Blade book. And that's what Brian was saying from Metal Blade, where he was like, all these bands that I would have loved to fucking have on my label, other the majors offered him more money, and I never took it personal. Which was good, because he could have, you know. But... Like, what are you going to do? He's like, I can't compete with that. But the We put six grand into an album, and I thought I was fucking crazy. And they're offering them, you know, 60 grand to put into an album. Yeah, and it's hard, like... To compete? It's hard to compete because as a as a band, like, let's say you're faced with that opportunity. Would you take six or six? Um, right, right now at this very moment, I would sell out and take the 60 grand. I would admit, I'll lot, admit it. A lot of people would, you know. But then there's also like, think but it of, would depend on like a lot of variables. Yeah. As far as like, I mean, for me, think of some of the long-running bands that have been on Metal Blade for so long, though. Right. Like right. Cannibal Corpse and shit like that. Like. Well, and by that time, he um from in my reading here, he's all he's kind of like that's what gets him up out of the rut that he's in with that whole thing i was talking about earlier well yeah because they're like the because like it was like poster children of death metal kind of or extreme metal like they're of american for sure of american they're not like a a household name in every household but there's a fuckload of people that know who cannibal corpse is even if they don't listen to him he's fantura man just based off of Oh my god! I seen this one really fucked up album cover one time. That too. Was it Cannibal Corpse? Yeah. Like, yeah. Yep. Or yeah, the Ace Ventura thing. Like that was big in their favor. Did he talk about that in the book? 
Oh, I didn't get that far yet. And that might be in the second one. Like, but um, in the book where I'm at, he hasn't even gotten to Cannibal Corpse yet. He's still. I on. think it says something for those bands that stick it out on labels oh, like yeah. that. Because like Metal Blade, yeah, it's independently owned, but in the metal community, that's like it's like the rhyme sayers of death metal. Right, like, right, it's a right. Huge, massive. Label like when Black for... Label got on Metal Blade, I was like, "Holy shit! Like that is fucking huge." Yeah. And there's a lot of, like, Century Media's big, mm-hmm. but Century Media's owned by Sony, so I guess they're not really all that independent. Not anymore, but that happened a lot, too. Relapse is pretty big. Yeah, like, I don't know. There's a ton that are out there that got huge in their own right. Right, I mean, right, not right. Like a, it's not a Capitol Records or something, but, I mean, the money would be cool, but honestly, I'd rather, like, kind of stay true to who I am and work in the smaller area of things. I guess that's what I appreciate about Fat Mike and Fat Records is, like, he only puts out shit that he likes, you know? Yeah. And if he doesn't... And at this point, he's, you know, according to him in the book, he doesn't care if he fucking makes money on it or not anymore, you know? Which he probably doesn't have to care because I'm pretty sure he's set for life. Oh, yeah, for sure. There was a an article that I read about one of the AI generators being sued. It was an art generator. Okay. Um, oh, yeah, okay. I think I heard about this. Yeah, Getty Images was suing the maker of an art generator. I can't I don't I didn't catch the name. But for allegedly and unlawfully copying and processing millions of images that were covered by copyright when the developer made the art generator and the publishers who made the original art are trying to be compensated for the shit that he shit sold. that you're using. Right, right. Because it's uploaded like into their algorithm in the AI generator. So if they're like, "Oh, let me get a Picasso painting mixed with Bob Ross," and then oh. it can happen, but it's generated from a collection of images that are already published somewhere online. I want. I'm gonna look that up, dude. I want to see a fucking Picasso Bob Ross collabo, dude. That's fucking dope. There'd be like a happy floating tree somewhere that doesn't really look like a tree. Yeah, that'd be some weird shit. We're gonna have to look <laughs> into that later. Yeah, I've actually. Have you used any of the AI software? I have, I have not fucked with any of it yet. I haven't either. The only one that I've messed with like a little bit is. Snapchat has a little AI chatter thing okay. that you can talk. And I, like, originally I accidentally, like, agreed and clicked to it because otherwise I probably wouldn't have. But it, like, keeps it at the top of your chat history at all times. Okay. You can't unfriend it. It, it will not let you get rid of it. I've searched everywhere on the Internet trying to figure out how to get rid of it, and you can't. So once you're, like, Snapchat... Jeep. And once you get the Snapchat fucking AI, you cannot get rid of it? No. Huh. That's fucking not cool. And it's pretty lackluster. Like, you... I mean, naturally, like, I tried talking shit to it. Right, right. Just, like, mouthing off to a robot, seeing what ridiculous reaction it would come out with. Right. And it's just like, oh, I can't use profanity, or this and that is wrong, or blah, blah, blah. Like, it's... Very it's lackluster very and computer. boring, where yeah. I'm like, oh, this ain't no fun. I wanted you to say something ridiculous. Yeah, or like say some shit that freaks you out. Yeah, 
Definitely. So it just kind of sits there. I don't use it. But outside of that, I've never used ChatGPT or any of the others. I don't even know. ChatGPT is the only one that I'm familiar with, but I know there's more. I actually like knew nothing about it, really. No, until we started until talking about it and getting into it. That, and then we had a customer that came in here that was talking to me about ChatGPT. And I was like, oh, I don't know about that. And then I seen a South Park episode that was made with ChatGPT. Weird. And I was like, oh, shit. Yeah. Because in the credits, it'll say, like, this episode was made with ChatGPT. It's insane, dude. So then I kind of started looking into it a little bit more. And then I went down, like, YouTube rabbit holes of songs that they've done and other people's thoughts on it. Like, I hope that it gets... I don't believe it should be like completely outlawed, but just regulated carefully. The um, Capitol Records was Capitol, and uh, the robot rapper's name was FN uh, Micah Mika. FN Mika, M E K A, was dropped following criticism that the character was an amalgamation of gross stereotypes. Oh, yeah, I could see that. If I remember right, he had, like, green dreadlocks yeah, or some yeah, shit. Yeah, 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 I remember that. Yeah. So I, don't I, know, I guess that's one. I wonder if the image that they used for that rapper was also AI-generated or if it was something that somebody came up with. Oh, I guess I don't know that. Because it's weird to think how many... There, There's, like, a another tier for each, like, AI generation you can... Writing a song, you can make you can make the lyrics, you can make the 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 voice, the everything, and then like writing the algorithm to distribute it to online I know, services. It's not, it doesn't like even you seem can, right. It just seems like some shit that you see in like the beginning of a psychological yeah, thriller yeah, movie. Definitely. Where some guy somewhere is completely ignoring some scientist, as usual is how that goes about the impending doom yeah, of yeah. something. And the then, responsibility of the fucking technology. Yeah, and then some corporate greedy asshole decides to abuse it and then leaves everybody fucked. And there's not going to be any fucking hero to save us. Yeah, Arnold ain't going to do it. Fuck no. What if we get AI-generated Arnold, Lou Ferrigno... Let's see. That's eighty-four. Sylvester Stallone. Well, but here's the other. Here's the other argument. And the other thing is like, like to, to me, like let's say they could bring back fucking um. Let me give me Sharon Tate. Yeah. Okay. I, I assume they could do that now, but then how does that affect the family members still living when they do that shit with celebrities? You know what I mean? That's gonna come up. Yeah, that's a good point because there's no laws on that either, really. Not yet. And then... Because that's like... <clears throat> the same thing with film, though, too. I always thought that. What happens when they start making movies that we can't tell the difference between... Yeah, like the script is written with AI. No, not even the script, but I'm saying, like, the visual of it is, like, so fucking good we can't tell. And then they use... Like, oh, you want a young El Pacino? You want to bring back Paul Newman? You want to bring? You know what I'm saying? And then yeah, that, I don't know. That is crazy. Like, 
Because you could have a a fucking comedy movie with Chris Farley and Rodney Dangerfield and yeah, everybody that you anyone you could think of. You could have Lenny Bruce fucking in it, dude. Yeah. He died fucking almost eighty years ago. Bruce Lee. Not 80 years ago, but... Brandon Lee. You could have the whole thing. It's endless, man. Yeah, that is crazy to think about. And, like, there's kids who have been writing essays and shit in school. That's where I would have loved it, like, as a kid. If I could have made a fucking essay and just kind of... Because I know there's, like, a, a software to where you can look and as a teacher... And find out if this was AI generated or not, which okay. I don't know how that works or how you can tell. I don't know if maybe once you generate something, it's loaded into a database. It leaves where some like, encrypted code on yeah, it. I don't know. That's above my pay grade. Right. There, but I would like, if I were a kid, AI generate that shit, change around a few words, because I've done that before where you pretty much just copy a fucking article, change around oh, a few definitely. things to make it sound like it was yourself, and then just run with it. And like, they don't, yeah. And our teachers at the time, they didn't fucking know the difference then. Oh, no, they were still, shit, they were tr- still trying to smoke cigarettes in class and shit. No, like, exactly. like they're taking smoke breaks in between, like, oh, I gotta deal with these goddamn fucking kids. And I mean, I don't <laughs> shit, I would fucking, if I had to deal with a bunch of junior high assholes, like... If I had a classroom full of 14-year-old me's, like, I would be all gray. I would be smoking cigarettes. I would be stressed out to the max. You I'd sound be like fucking, me, dude. I'd be smacking kids. Like, oh, I haven't been smacking any kids A <laughs> bunch of lately. motherfucking assholes. Like, fucking gray, smoke cigarettes, and stressed out. That's me, man, every <laughs> fucking day. No, I'm just kidding. I'm good. I don't know. There's just so many possibilities with it where it just seems like... I mean, shit, we could chat GPT a podcast episode. We could. How do you know that this whole episode that we just made wasn't just scripted from chat GPT? Exactly, bot? man. You don't. I mean. I just really hope that it doesn't hurt authentic musicians. Yeah, or authentic podcasters for that Or matter. podcasters or people in any form yeah. of media, movies, news, um, journalism, but then that that also do journalism brings up the point of ai like if we don't know it's an ai journalist and there's already you know people question who controls us the news yeah yeah, just uses a pseudonym yeah and then we're gonna tell these people i don't know man it, it can get real fucking crazy real quick yeah, didn't, like, Elon Musk or somebody say, like, yep. you guys are messing with shit that you shouldn't be? Yeah, Elon Musk said, like, I want to say now, maybe three or four weeks ago, like, yeah, we should probably stop and slow down for a minute because we're fucking with shit that is beyond our moral code Yeah, and our ethics, which I totally agree with, man. Oh, I do, 100%. Because people are evil and fucking corrupt and greedy and... Yeah, like... You, I think it was you that were talking about, like, what if somebody generated your kid's voice and faked right. a ransom or something yeah, they like were, that? I was reading an article where they were talking about scammers doing that to where they would have, and all they need now is three seconds. Today, all they need is three seconds of any voice. So let's say you posted a video of your kid, 15-second video, and they say, you know, like, look at daddy. That's it. 
boom, they got that kid's voice, and they can use that voice against you today. So they would have, <clears throat> say, this AI call you in your kid's voice saying, you know, oh, I'm hurt, or these people kidnapped me, you need to give me X amount of dollars, or they're going to fucking kill me. But it's your kid's voice, man. So, like, you got to think, well, I wouldn't fall for that. I know my kid's voice, but it's that fucking good you don't. And if you've ever been in a position where, like, your kid's, like, gone missing for a second or whatever, and you have that feeling of, like, I'm going to fucking puke, like, yeah, you're, you're not even going to be thinking, like, right. is it real or not? You're going to be like, holy fuck, my kid's kidding. You know what I mean? Yeah, the it, normal, like, amount of your reasoning just goes, yeah, goes out, out the, the window. window. Like, you, exactly. don't, you don't think logically to where you're like, somebody's fucking, am I being punked right, right now? And I, and apparently it has already happened, and a family has paid out twenty five grand to an unknown whatever scammer, and then they ended up, you know, figuring out that they got fucked. But they never caught the scammer. They just knew it was bullshit. Well, yeah, because you can become basically a ghost. Like if you know the right steps to take yeah, online, just... you can be totally untraceable. And that's today. They can do that today. So imagine what they're going to be able to do tomorrow. You know what I mean? Next year. It makes me kind of thankful that I'm not stupid, filthy rich. Oh, it makes me, yeah, because then you become a target? Yeah, because you, like, you always have a target on your back right. at that point. Like, you're a corporate CEO, like, then you're going to be targeted for that type of thing. It'd be like... Well, it's like being famous almost now, man. Yeah, pretty much. Like, I mean, I'd love a, to be fucking filthy rich, but I don't want to be famous. Yeah, yeah, there is a big difference. Like, you know I'd I much mean? rather be wealthy than, than famous. famous. Right. Because I'd want to go fucking walk around and do shit. Like, I wouldn't want to have to have, I'm going to go to this place at 8 o'clock, and I need it to be rented out so nobody's not all up in yeah, my business. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, but then again, I don't know. I see people like Method Man at the gym and shit publicly, and I'm like, how is he not swarmed right now? Yeah, I know, right? And but then I, people going up to him like, hey, Aren't you that guy from that movie? Yeah, yeah. Like, that's instead so of, fucking weird. Instead of being like, aren't or, you aren't your you the pimp from, from Wu-Tang? Yeah, you're the pimp from fucking yeah. that the deuce. HBO. Yeah, the deuce. Yeah, he does a good job in that, too. But, yeah, it's funny. He's done tons of shit, man. Yep. I mean, he was in Oz for a little bit. Yep, yep. He's, a, he's in one of the, he's in Power Book uh, 2, I think. He's but in I, countless amount of movies. I've heard that in New York, I guess, though, too, from... Uh, I guess we'll call them famous people, like, that apparently it's different than L.A. in the sense, like, everybody's on the move in their own fucking world just trying to, you know what I mean? So I think that has a lot to do with it. Yeah, like, if you uh, pass somebody on the street, like, you wouldn't even know yeah, otherwise because you're, you're in your to, own world right, trying to get to wherever you're right. going to go. It's like uh, when um, Uncle Joey was here last year yeah, from yeah. Full House. Yeah. He was the uh, Austin Brothers. Yeah, Dave Coulier or whatever. Yeah. Somebody, that I could see because I'm like, oh, I wouldn't really be able to pick him out of a lineup either. Bruce Campbell's been here a few times too. I've heard that. I've heard Bob Seger being here. I've heard like... The Nuge has been at Walmart at, at nighttime. I've heard a rumor. But he looks like a nighttime Walmart shopper, so you never I know, know the I difference. Know, man. Apparently he was driving that white zebra truck. 
and that looks like something you would see. Yeah, here, here like, exactly. Oh, look he at that fucking walk- idiot redneck. Yeah, he could have walked in in a cowboy hat and a fucking Betty Boop shirt, yeah, and, and he like would have fit right in Walmart. <laughs> all around here, dude, for sure. Yeah, you would have never even known otherwise. You would have been like, and now probably man, not because he's so old. Get the fuck out of my way. Because when I think of the Nuge, I kind of think of like the album covers, right? Yeah, like there great, was, great Gonzo and shit. Yeah, he doesn't yeah. look anywhere close to that. Now he just looks like some some old dude. Some old dude. But there's a lot of people that do. But I don't know. Like I could pick Method Man out of a line. Oh, I, easy I'm sure. Where, like if I'm working out, but I'd be cool about it. I wouldn't be like. Me and Cole were talking about this yesterday. It wouldn't yeah. be like mid-set. I'm like, hey, man, I know you're deadlifting right now, but let me hit this autograph Yeah, 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 exactly. You don't want to be that guy. But you see in his videos, like, there's just people nonchalantly, like, working out in the background and shit. Like, yeah, don't, they're don't in even their notice, own world, Don't man. care. They're yeah. in their own world. Or maybe they do care, and they're, like, Snapchatting it to their I friends. Don't, I don't know. It's hard to say. I think, but that would make me happy if I was Method Man, and I... Could go to the gym and not be fucked with. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Because I'm sure like, dude, I would want to be. There was a time where he couldn't do that. Yeah. Oh yeah, if, like, like throughout the, of, the early 2000s yeah, and shit. Like the he height probably of couldn't even go forever. to the store. That's what I'm saying. Like, and once even past shit, that, like I'd say, like the height of his solo career, like because he arguably became like the superstar out of Wu Tang. Oh yeah, 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 like, for sure. As far as like acting goes. Um, like they've all had a long, long career and they're all still doing music and whatnot, but yeah, he did like, a you lot don't, of comedy see, films and yeah, like, you don't see Ma- Master Killer like in a fucking HBO no. series. Uh, that's true. I think RZA did a lot of shit though too. Yeah. He's in like Californication forever and he's really good in that. Yep. And then he's done his own director, like... Oh, yeah, the Iron Fist the Iron shit. Fist and a couple other things. I think he was involved with uh, Afro Samurai somehow. Like, he was either on the soundtrack or did a voiceover in the show or something. Yeah, I think I heard that. But here we go again. So you take a brain like RZA with whatever kind of ideas he had, and he put this shit out into the world. Now... What happens when there's an AI-generated entrepreneur? You know what I'm saying? Like, and comes up with its own ideas and shit. I don't know. It's just fucking creepy, dude. Yeah, because you could even be like, let me get a Quentin Tarantino-style movie with a Roman Polanski script mixed with, like, Steven Spielberg effects. Right. Or something ridiculous. And, like, yeah, Marty, or not even Marty. Yeah, you get Marty. Already direct it. Yeah, and it'd be, I don't know, you'd never know. I, th- I think legally, though, it should, if it's AI and it is being distributed like that, that it should be credited as such. Definitely. Like, clearly. Yeah, like, clearly, like, in big, bold fucking letters. So that way the people that, because I wouldn't want to fool or be fooled to where I'm like, man, this is really dope. Like, I love this. And, like, say it's some new artist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you find out you're supporting a robot. I would be pissed. But that's what they're going to fucking do, though. I guarantee you somebody's going to try that shit. Oh, I know somebody will try it. It's just the nature of the beast, I guess. Somebody's going to get greedy. But are they going to be able to legally distribute it long term? Like, are we going to have a full original Beatles lineup 
putting out Sgt. Pepper 2. Yeah, that'd be fucking weird. And with something like that big, like and, there yeah, are fans that oh, would buy I can, it. Yeah, I can think of... Well, Howard would fucking buy it. Yeah. Just because... There's, yeah, there's people that would buy that just because it says the Beatles. And I can think of a fucking handful of them right now. Yeah, it sells off just their name. It's yep. like we talked about that in the marketing episode where... Metallica is no different than Starbucks exactly. or Nike. It's a brand. It's yep. it's a, a marketing thing. Same with the Beatles. I mean, that's one of the biggest, most influential bands ever to exist. Yeah, ever dude, you can get a music, fucking yellow submarine culture. Lego. You know, like this shit's yeah. intense. I finished uh, my Rick James book, and I started reading Lords of Chaos. Yeah, yeah. Because I didn't really, really know what else to read. And I was like, well, fuck, so I might as well get that out of the way. And, like, they were talking about the Satanic Bible and stuff. And, like, what an uproar that it caused initially. Yeah, yeah. You can buy it on Amazon now. Yep. It's so weird. Did you see the news the other day about, um, I think it was Target. Yeah. They had Target and then, God, I want to say Old Navy, but it's not. They had a quote-unquote satanic worshiper designing their clothing, and they showed clothes with, like, Satan on them and whatever, right? Now, you and I, whatever, Satan is Satan. It's just, like, a fucking character. Yeah. But all these religious groups are, like, you know, going after them and shit. The shirts themselves had Satan and stuff on them? Yeah. Okay. And they were selling them and shit. But, I mean, that brings up that point, though, like, the Satanic Bible came out in like 1957. I want to yeah, say something like that. It was way back. And uh, you know, Lafont, Levay, or whatever. And um, yeah, now it's like you can buy it on Amazon. Yeah, it seems just fucking. It's weird. just so strange. But that shows how... the the generational difference. Yeah, because every repetitive generate, like as each generation goes on, you become more and more desensitized to whatever the previous was freaking out about yeah dude well it's like with violence or anything else i don't follow the bible but you know that story about sodom and gomorrah and uh basically people are so perverse and desensitized and greedy and selfish and the angel comes knocks on the door blah 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 and only one guy answers and then fire rains down and destroys those fucking places Mm -hmm. and you know in a travis bickle kind of way Something needs to come and clean up some shit. I don't know. Do you think that as AI goes on and progresses that people will become more desensitized to it? Because it happened with, like, when streaming became a big thing. Yeah, when you were talking about MP3. People were freaking out at first. Labels were freaking out. Artists were freaking out. Metallica in particular was freaking out. And eventually, like, now it's to the point of, like, well, oh, what, you collect records? Like, some people are like, Did, don't you just have all that shit on your phone? Right, right. Like, and, and it just goes one way or the other. Like, you either like having the physicals or you don't. Or you don't. That is what it is. But, you know, I do think... Do you think that as AI goes on, people will be like, oh, yeah, it's just a... Yep. It's not real, but, yeah, it's just a little uh, computer-generated so. thing? I think so. I think it definitely will, yeah. I think so. I think, honestly, it already has more than people even realize it. 
Because, like, Siri is on everybody's phone or a Google Assistant right, or, right. like, some form of that. That's a form of AI right there. Yeah, I think you're right. It controls more shit than we realize at the moment, or most people realize. But I think it's how, if anything, because of the Napster MP3 thing, they may be better prepared this time for a catastrophic fucking catastrophe. I don't know. You would think, but... Exactly. I mean, look at how COVID got handled. Well, I'm I'm talking... Yeah, I'm just talking about the music industry, I guess. Yeah. I would hope so. And I mean, I would... kinda, like, well, there's no fucking way anything this crazy is going to happen again. Like, yeah. that'd be naive. Oh, no. It'd but be you're definitely naive because everybody, like, things happen in cycles. Exactly. It's and bound to happen gonna... again. And there's going to be some, in 20 to 40, 50 years from now, there's going to be some sort of form of something that's having this effect as well. Oh, for sure. I think, though, whatever happens with AI and music, that's going to be the next big whatever. Shock. Whatever. Like, you know, I guess throughout, like, music's history, you you have those, like, okay, they're Elvis, then it was Beatlemania, then... Uh, let's say Woodstock and fast forward all the way to Nirvana killing fucking the metal scene, the hair metal scene. Like, so, hey, I think there's going to be a, a gener, like maybe the next generation, our children's, like our grandkids are going to be like half fucking robot world. You know what I'm saying? Like, they're going to, it's going to be. Like pushed. they operate inside of a metaverse more than their own universe type of thing? Sort of, yeah. I could see that. Or even to where more of like a Back to the Future 2 scenario where that would be more realistic 30 years from now than 2020 as it was, or 2025 or whatever. Or yeah, no, could, it was 2015. I could see that. But they'll bleed it out slow, you know, so you adapt to it. Yeah, so it doesn't seem like it's shocking your system all at once. It's just adding little dashes of it as you go along to where it's like increasing a medical dose of something. Or it's like how they're taking away paper money slowly. I mean, it's just, it's all in a, it'll be a process. But I think people will be more like, eh, whatever, which is sad. Yeah. Because it just shows how people don't really think for themselves. Yeah, and they don't really care. They just want whatever the next, like, force-fed thing is to you. They're just looking for that consumption. And this is what I like. This is what, you know, nobody, like, it's hard to meet people who are individuals anymore. Fucking A. That's a good point. And that's very true. But I think also at the same time, it's kind of always been like that. Like, Mm mm-hmm. Look at the hippie movement. I just think it's more think prevalent all those, now. All those people were, were actually hippies. Fuck no. No. More than half of them, I'm sure, were just doing it because they're like, oh, yeah, this is the cool thing. Well, yeah, and there's yeah, the people sure. that are like, oh, you still wear this type of pants? That's so nice. Like, I don't know, trend followers. Yep, yep. No, you're definitely, uh, I'm thinking about the hippie thing. I was there, man. Yeah, but you were there, but what'd you really do? <laughs> Other than, like, some shitty you ass. Know, I know, I know, I like, know. It's just funny. Yeah, I don't know. Like, 
you got to sit around a bunch of people who haven't showered in days and do some cheap drugs with some of who are now that some sounds, of the most famous musicians. In yeah, the world. that sounds like the punk rock scene too, though, man. Smelly it people, like fucking the heroin, EDM scene and shit. Metal, too. yeah, it's like everywhere. it's everywhere, it's the same dude. Thing. Yeah, it just kept keeps repeating. It just comes in Smelly different styles. Smelly people and drugs. Yeah. <laughs> and there's, I don't know, the, like, all the egos. and everything. I mean, this is a whole different conversation, really. There's, I don't know, there's a lot to it. I don't want music, and I don't think it will, as long as there's, you know, people around that still give a shit. I don't want AI to replace musicians. Yeah, 100%. I mean, that's the... You know, the general consensus of what we're talking here is, yes, it can be used for good and for and some assist. cool things and entertainment and whatever, and that's all fine. But don't let it replace the authenticity that is music or even like when you go to films, like some people's movies are like heartfelt If you stories. take, it's like you can't take the humanity out of the shit because you take out the human then it takes out the humanity it takes out the feeling it takes out the reason the robot doesn't and know what why. makes i don't know it's it's fucked up and what makes good music is good songwriting but what makes good songwriting is experience experience yeah. and emotion and struggle and like life things not just a collection of everything that's already been done regurgitated to you in a different way. Right, yeah. That's like, how is anything going to be original ever again? Yeah. Not to say that there's that much anyway. Well, it's hard to be original now, but, but like, still you can happens. still have a song that's written like from the heart that is just as effective as some other song that was written from the heart if it's, oh, like, yeah, you, if sure. it's something you can relate to. I just, yeah. I, mean, I come from a term, you know. We come from a Terminator, like Terminator kids. The shit's scary, so um, I fucking fear it. Especially because it's like, it's kind of it's close. You have like the you know richest, quote unquote, smartest man in the world being like, "You guys need to stop." Yeah, that's scary, dude. That or he's like, you need to stop while I'm fucking working on what I'm doing now. Yeah, he could be Satan, too. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. But anyways, um, I think I'm pretty much wrapped up here. Everything. I mean, we could keep going and going and going, but. Point is, I got, we're on the side I of I got barbecues musicians. to get to. Yeah, I'm hungry. Yeah. Well, at the day of this being released, it'll be Memorial Day. So hopefully everybody who is in the States, at least, is... Uh, Enjoying their day off and shit. Yeah, remember to uh, thank a vet and support your uh, homeboys in the uh, military. And I'm not saying I'm for any sort of violence. I'm just saying some motherfuckers got to do that shit for employment. Yeah. And uh, that's some risky shit. All the social media stuff will be in the episode description as always. Our Facebook, our Instagram our personal Instagrams, YouTube channels, all that stuff. Please stay tuned next week for another interview. Oh, oh that's right. We do have a interview. I totally kind of almost forgot about that. I'm I, not even, I remembered, but I I'm not even going to say who it is. We'll just yeah. let him fucking sit on it. 
Yeah, and when uh, we post this, I mean, comment your thoughts and shit on what AI is in music or what it could do to music and how you feel about it, if you're for it, against it, whatever. But, but yeah, thanks for listening. Hopefully this was uh, informative to somebody or you learned some shit or maybe thought of it from a point of view that you didn't. I mean, we're both novice on what all of AI can do. Yeah, so. we just kind of dove into this and started learning all the uh, ins and outs. Yeah. But once, I mean, it's definitely something that can change the state of the world that we live in. Drastically.